Blog Talk Radio. Radio, and I'm your host, the not-so-invisible one himself, even though I have been invisible for several months now. In light of what's going on with all the scandals surrounding the White House, I decided, you know, maybe it's time for me to give you all 
what you've been waiting for for a while, and that is my voice back into the political aspect of things. I haven't been around for a while, but you know how we roll. Got to break out my saying, and that is this. We are not politically correct. We're just correct politically. And we always come down on the right side of the issue. Where do I start? Where do I start? Where do I start? Well, let's start with the latest accusations. Hmm. Could it be the Environmental Protection Agency accused of singling out conservative groups amid IRS scandal? Interesting. And I'm sure you all have seen the article, but just in case you haven't, I will post it in the the chat room. Here you go. There you go. This breaking news, well, actually it's been breaking for a while because I heard about this coming down the pipe like last week sometime. There, There was rumblings of, Improprieties within the Environmental Protection Agency. Excuse me. Folks, I gotta say it. Liberals, they're not as smart as they thought they were because it's it's crumbling around them. And when you have the news media still covering for the scandals, despite the fact that the American populace, even Democrats, I'm not talking to folks in Washington. I'm talking to the everyday American people. They're starting to raise an eyebrow, and they're starting to wonder just what the hell is going on. Wow. Anyway, that you guys didn't think I would come as hard as I am so quickly being out of retirement. But, you know, it's not just the IRS. The second federal agency is facing a probe and accusation of political bias over its alleged targeting of conservative groups. The allegations concern the Environmental Protection Agency, which is being accused of trying to charge conservative groups fees while largely exempting liberal groups. Oh, really? The fees apply to Freedom of Information Act requests. Allegedly, the EPA waived them for liberal groups far more often than it did for conservative ones. 
The allegations are under investigation by the House Energy and Commerce Committee and the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee, which is also holding hearings on the Internal Revenue Service targeting of conservative groups. We'll get to that one in a moment. I don't think it's fair at all. It's not fair to the American taxpayer. The American taxpayer should expect and demand that the EPA treat everyone equally in regard to these requests that Pennsylvania Republican Rep- Representative Tom Tim Murphy, a member of the Energy and Commerce Committee. This cannot be tolerated. As we see more federal agencies with this kind of bias, it is and should be a concern for us all. Research by the Competitive Enterprise Institute, CEI, a conservative Washington, D.C. think tank, claims that the political bias is routine when it comes to deciding which groups are charged fees. Christopher Horner, senior fellow at CEI, said liberal groups have their fees for documents waived about 90% of the time in contrast with conservative groups that it claims are denied fee waivers about 90% of the time. The idea is to throw hurdles in our way, charged Turner, who says he decided to look into the fee structure after the EPA repeatedly turned down his groups for waivers. In 20 cases of ours since the beginning of last year, we were expressly denied or denied by them simply refusing to respond. In 18 out of 20 cases, said Horner, explaining that the the batting percentage for fees waived in favor of liberal groups is overwhelming. Earth Justice was batting 17 out of 19. The Sierra Club was the worst at 70% granted, 11 out of 15. You add up some other groups, and we found that 75 out of 82 groups granted because these are the groups that the EPA has decided are the favored groups to beat the EPA, or should I say the PEA, P, Brain Idiots, have the denied any favoritism. Of course, acting EPA Administrator Bob, don't know how the hell you pronounce his last name, told the House Energy and Commerce Committee on May 16th that, and I quote, our policy is to treat everybody the same and the agency is considering pursuing an investigation. Oh, would that be like You investigating yourself? Sounds familiar. Eric Holder comes to mind. In a statement to Fox News, the EPA said, the Office of Inspector General received from the Environmental Protection Agency the official request to look into this matter just over a week ago. So the request is currently under review by the OIG at this early stage. But Horner, who has studied federal government agency practices as the author of the liberal war on transparency, Confessions of a Freedom of Information Criminal, says the charging fees or denying information requests is an underhanded method 
that government agencies use to try and stymie the free flow of information or political dissent. This is no different than denying a group that you don't agree with, whether you are the IRS or the EPA, their tax-exempt status, said Horner. You're talking about essentially making or breaking them, or at a minimum, snuffing out their ability to pursue their objectives. Murphy said, treating groups differently is simply not right. We are hoping, don't hold your breath, that the acting administrator of the EPA can already send, send a message out to his people that this will not be tolerated, Murphy said. It is wrong, similar to the, with the people with the IRS who testified that, well, some of the things may not be illegal, they can still be wrong. People expect their government not to be acting in these ways, but to be fair and, and just and truthful in these informational quests and in their investigations. <sighs> After reading all that, I just have one thing to say. Don't hold your breath because you might die from lack of oxygen. And with that, I'm gonna wet your whistle a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna play something that was sent to my friend Bill Lumen, William Lumen the Third. Anyway, sorry for the interruption. I am going to play a William Lumen. When liberals attack segment, because when he posted the stuff that he posted about not hire, hiring any more people until Obama's out of office, the stickers on this truck, he got a lot of interesting stuff sent his way. So check this out, and I will be right back after these messages. Hello, America. This is the other bill for America. I'm the guy with the sign on my truck. Now, I'm not hiring until Obama's gone. That is strictly a prediction because he is destroying our economy. But, as promised, I promised a few Patriot friends on Facebook that I would post a video that um, would bring to light the last phone call I got last night at 11.16 p.m. my time here on the Eastern Seaboard of one of my new liberal friends from Wisconsin. He says his name is John, and I got to call my uh, uh, voicemail to be able to retrieve this message and allow you to hear it. It's impressive for somebody of sub intellectual character. And bear with me on this video thing, it's new to me, and I got to uh, fine tune. Fine tune it as best I can and get one. First saved message. Here's that. Yeah, my name is John. I was uh, wondering if you guys were hiring yet. Entertaining, huh? The Muslim's still in office, I guess. Come you on. Can keep the shit. Pick up the pace, John. Soon I'll be standing right behind you. Ooh. Fear. Yeah. You're, you're fucking part of the reason why this fucking country is the way, the way it is. 
Yada, yada, yada. Hey, you piece of shit. Hmm. Well, John, I want to thank you for your contribution. And uh, I have posted on Facebook, if anybody wants to contact him and let him know that they are in support of him, or maybe discuss his feelings for my terrible capitalist beliefs, please please don't hesitate to do so. But uh, I will be posting this video shortly, and uh, God bless all patriots, Semper Fi Marines, now, I'm a little busy, so i got to get to work. I'll talk to you later. You have a blessed day. Oops, and I forgot to say parental discretion should have been advised, but I apologize. I figured you might as well come back with a bang. Anyway, so you have the EPA, and as Mary posted in the chat room, the precursor to Agenda 21. But you know what I really find interesting? Is the fact that these folks don't realize that America's starting to wake up. And they're kind of getting a little bit ticked off. Now, Here's the kicker. I don't know how many of you raise your hand in the chat room. If you saw the article the other day, and I didn't know I was going to do the show, I would have saved it. But I don't even I don't even want to go back and find it because it irritates me so bad. But the Department of Justice is threatening to prosecute anybody that violates the civil rights of a Muslim if you talk bad about them. Wait a minute. Rewind. Did you hear what I just said? Let me try this one more time. The Department of Justice, you know the same Department of Justice that's always that's also caught up in this scandal is threatening <laughs> to prosecute anyone that violates the civil rights of Muslims. While at the same time, said Muslims, in the name of honor killings, can throw acid on the face of, in the faces of women, brutally mutilate them, rape them, and then marry them to keep from going to jail? Personal opinion? There's a special place reserved for people like that in the deepest, darkest, lower regions of the earth, and I'll just leave it at that. Let me put it to you like this. To the Muslim men who believe in practicing that extreme form of Wahhabism and Sharia, 
a idiot. If it wasn't for a woman, you wouldn't have been born. Oh, what a noble concept. So I guess you treat your own mother like that too, huh? There is a day of reckoning coming. And you might want to hide under this false pillar of power. But, bruh, let me tell you something. The power that you think you have pales in comparison to the one true God. And I'm not talking about Allah. Whatever Greek mystical God Allah was, the God of fertility or something like that, I think he was. And to you idiot so-called Christians who talk about compromising, Allah and the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are not the same. Get it right. Oh, my God, you're mixing politics and religion. Let me tell you something, and this brings you to my other quotes. These are original quotes. My faith, politics, I should say, Let me get my quote right. Politics doesn't define my faith in Jesus Christ. My faith in Jesus Christ defines my politics. Folks, let me tell you something. I got a lot of pints of anger. But I'm going to use that pint of anger to do the right thing. I'll give you a little I'll give you a little precursor to what I'm talking about. Let me give you an idea of the prevailing racism that existed in this nation. The hospital that I was born in destroyed my medical records to cover up what they did to me. I was born in 1974 approximately a year and some months after Roe v. Wade was passed. I was blessed to have a mother who refused to give in to the option of abortion, even though she herself, her heart actually stopped beating on when she was giving birth to me. More than once. Fortunately, she, as well as I, survived. But here's the kicker. 
being between six and eight weeks premature. I was born in a hospital that was not a regular hospital. It was known as a osteopathic hospital. The basic belief of osteopathic medicine is healing through bone manipulation and holistic approach to medicine. I don't mind the holistic approach to medicine as long as that holistic spiritual approach is based on the word of God. But I'm going to go out on the limb and say that that was not their approach. Why am I talking about this? I'll get to this really, really quickly. This hospital refused to give my mom a C-section. I'm an ectopic pregnancy survivor. And for those of you who don't know what the scientific term definition of ectopic pregnancy it's a it's a any baby formed outside of the womb and not all ectopic pregnancies are tubal pregnancies i was actually a partial tubal pregnancy half in half out of my mom's one tube that she had left Long story short, I was experimented on at this hospital. They did something to my bones and to my joints that when I was moved to Children's Mercy at the age of three months old because my mom did not know what was wrong with me, it took me a year to gain, go from four pounds to ten pounds or actually from 6 pounds to 10 pounds. I gained only 4 pounds in a year. I stand corrected. I'm going off of memory from my medical records because I don't want to dig them out because I have almost, I have almost, uh, let's see, well, I do have over 400 pages of medical records, and that's just from my three three months old to 20 months old. But like I said, the zero to three months don't. And when I called them to request my records because of the fact that the ish, some issues, the same issues flared back up, I had to leave my job that I worked because the physical aspect of it was no longer, I was no longer able to do it without the pain. Well, I've been in pain every day of my life. I've never been on disability. But I must have scared the lady because when she left me a voice message, her voice was shaking and she was very nervous sounding. I saved him on my phone. And the problem that they have is the fact that 
I didn't turn out mentally retarded like Children's Mercy thought I was because I wasn't developing. What does this have to do with politics? You have a hospital that is going to get away because of the statute of limitations with the destruction of someone's birth identity. Covering up the fact that they refused to give my mom a C-section for ectopic pregnancy and forced her to give birth naturally. And folks, I've been doing the research and as far from what I can find, I have not yet found any other stories about any other women giving birth naturally. I'm not talking C-section. I'm talking naturally to an ectopic pregnancy. The truth of the matter, if you want to know the honest to God truth, neither one of us should have survived that birth. But God had other plans. And for those of you who have a problem with me talking about Christianity and politics, if that offends you, sorry, this is not the show for you because there is no separation between faith and politics here. You're hearing some of the pints of anger come out because I didn't grow up with my mom. I was in foster care. I did not have a dad. Well, I had a dad. Didn't grow up with him either. Therefore, I had no identity. I'm not blaming anyone because my identity is in Jesus Christ. But here on this earth, folks, I didn't even learn how the proper aspects of making friends. I learned by trial and error. And then there was time I pushed people away because I became too clingy or became too needy. Then I had to withdraw and assess situations. What did it boil down to? How does this all What does this have to do with racism from the 70s? That hospital experimented on me for a week and destroyed the records to cover it up. That's what I'm talking about. You guys remember the stories about the Tuskegee Airmen and the the syphilis experiment? This is my battle. And quite frankly, I'm not afraid of them. Because at the end of the day, I have a mouth. And I can call on the one true God who protected me from situations that that you wouldn't even believe. Things that were done to me that were brutal. sexually abused as a child and 
individual who did it swung the hangman's noose back and forth in front of my face telling me, if you tell, I will hang you. But guess what? Even with my struggle, my health, I don't get government assistance. The only assistance I get food stamps. But I live off of $240 a month in God's estate. I'm not going to apply for disability because God has opened up a major door which I'm about to walk right through. The way I look at it, even with the pain that I endure, there are men and women who sweated, who labored for 40, 60 50, 60, and 70 years at jobs, they're the ones who need the Social Security because they earned it. But you have more people who are getting SSI and Social Security through fraudulent means than the actual people who worked the decades to earn it because there's not enough money for them. I have legitimate health reasons. I have the medical records to back it up, but I would rather sacrifice that for the ones who really need it. Yes, I'm playing a race card, but I'm pointing the race card right back where it belongs, at the liberals. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to pacify my own community because they can't take responsibility for their actions either. Because I endure things most people don't go through in entire lifetimes. Yes, I was angry. I blamed the world. And guess what? I still did not resort to blowing someone's head off because I was angry. Like a lot of these radicals that's coming over here taking partaking of our freedoms because they got persecuted back home. One of my favorite scriptures, I have many. There's no fear in love because perfect love casts out all fear. The perfect love, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you going to flee or are you going to fight? The true power and authority does not lie in Washington, D.C., It lies in the hands of those few believers who have decided that 
they will not compromise. And part of deciding that you have not compromised your beliefs, whether spiritual or political, and by the way, you need to realize that your political beliefs are based on your Judeo-Christian beliefs, not the other way around. And if you say otherwise, then you need to have your head examined because you can't separate the two. And I've been walking around, so let me check. See, I bet you I have quite a few callers, so let me see. You got to hear the door opening and closing right behind me. So it is what it is. Anyway, and I got a little miniature something barking at me here. And Vincent, just to speak right to you, my brother, there is a book coming out, as well as a documentary film that's going to be narrated by none other than my friend, Dr. Gina Loudon. You know, saying Dr. Gina, Dr. Gina show, that Dr. Gina Loudon. Anyway, stay tuned for that. Um, that film, the documentary is actually about my life, and that'll be, I'll probably some some point next year, um, got to get the details, get the people for the film that I'm going to have in it. Then we got to get the, get the money raised and get this film crew. But, yes, I do have a story, but here's the difference the story will impact others. It's not about me. It's not about me. Because the truth of the matter is this. On this earth, I don't have an idea. I really don't. I've never been in love. but I have love. Being in love and loving someone, two different things. Being in love, that's an emotional, that's an emotion. Loving someone is a choice. And that same thing with this nation. 
Do we love this nation enough to put our feet down, or are we going to continue to allow the enemy to smack us around like we are ping pong balls? What are we going to do? The IRS, as you see, there's a scripture in the Bible that says there's always the pride before the fall. Those 16,000 new IRS agents, they won't see the light of day. That's a prophecy that I'm giving you. Folks, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what progressives have been planning for the last 60, 70 years until the last, until they kill every single praying Christian. This nation will not collapse. But the dirty little secret that a lot of Christians forget about because they've been told that they're coots when they talk about it. Folks, I'm going to get really deep with you, and I'm going to stray a little to the far side. Satanists conjure up through their spells. They call on the, they call on the power of demons. And I know for the most part, the vast majority of you have probably never been exposed to people who are demonically possessed. I have. I've been in places most Christians and even non-Christians wouldn't have enough guts to go. And let me say this. Do you think God actually left us powerless and defenseless against demons? Do you really believe that? Most Christians do. And that's what's sad. We believe that God's, God killed his spiritual gifts with the last apostles to leave us to fight and fend for ourselves. Satan didn't go anywhere, folks. Neither did his demons. Uh, we're we're afraid of the biggest principality of all that hovers over Washington, D.C. We're talking about being informed of what's going on. For what? What's the point in being informed if we're not going to do nothing about it? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What I have been through the hell I have been through in my life, do you really think 
men in black suits scare me? The only thing that matters to me speaking of truth and love and knowing that I, by accepting my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that I earn my place on the other side of eternity. And I'm hoping to be able to take a lot of people with me. And the one thing that I hope to someday be able to say is that for all my faults and for all my wrongs that I've ever done, people will be able to say he genuinely loved and cared about people. That comes from God's love for me. He cared enough to protect me from things that should have killed me. Now it's time to return the favor. The greatest asset that I have is my mind. Because physically, there's really nothing else I can do. I can't walk or stand for long periods of time without pain. In fact, there is no position that I can sleep in at night without being in pain. So I'm in pain every day of my life physical pain, and I don't dope up with um, ibuprofen, acetaminophen. I don't believe in that. But the one asset that God has allowed me to keep intact is my brain, and I'm going to use it to make a difference because of God's love for me, I care and love this nation. I love the people of this nation to speak the truth, speak the truth in love, and don't care who it offends. And at this point in time, the truth of the matter is this. Conservatives, black, white, red, yellow, indigo, and violet need to stop acting like a bunch of cowardly pusses and step up. And I don't mean just stepping up, gleaning information, fighting among yourselves. Step up, get angry, do something about it. Anger is a good motivation when it's used in the right way. But we have our anger turned into towards each other. We need to purge. We need to purge all the riffraff out of our party like the Democrats purged all the moderate conservative Democrats and we left with the filth that we have now. We need to get rid of the rhinos. We need to return back to the roots of the party. 
the party that was founded on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and the belief that all men are created equal. Until you liberals who might be lurking in the airwaves, who might be listening on in archives later, who cares? Because the truth that you can't erase, no matter how much you may try to change the history books, is this. You were racist then, and you're racist now. The only difference is, is that you have the sheep, the sheep pulled down on over the eyes of entire groups of minorities, especially the people within my own community. They think because you give them a free phone that you care. Well, here's the dirty little secret. They track you on those phones. The companies that they get the phones through have an agreement with the federal government. Surprise! But no, you don't care because you get something free. It's not free. Somebody is paying for it. But you care. But all you care about is someone talking to you the right way. You don't even care about that because when someone does talk to you respectfully, you swell up at the very mention of the name Republican because you've been programmed like a robot. Come down to earth. Be man enough. Be woman enough to think for yourself and don't be a puppet, and maybe you might learn something. Any questions? Oh, man. What a show. Oh, man. Great show, great show. Great show. I want to thank everybody who did tune in tonight um, hearing my rants. And um, I probably offended a lot of conservatives, but that's okay. Hopefully, instead of wanting to kill the messenger, you will hear the heart of the message. And I have about eight minutes. So, Vincent or... Judge Wright, if you want to call in, the call-in number is 760-542-3907, 760-542-3907. You are listening to the Visible Conservative. <laughs> 
Christians Unleashed here on Blog Talk Radio. Hmm, let's see. See what the CIA has to say. Hi, this is Ted Wright, Executive Director of CrossExamine.org, and I want to invite you to come out this summer, August the 8th to the 10th, to Charlotte, North Carolina, to our Cross-Examined Instructors Academy. This year is going to be fantastic. We're going to have Jay Warner Wallace, Greg Kokel, our own Dr. Frank Turek, and many others. If you want to learn more about this, you can go to www.crossexamine.org and click on CIA to learn more about it and also to apply. Got a call. 661 Skype call. Hello there, Thomas. This is your friend Vincent. Oh my goodness, I had to be here tonight. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, Vincent. You always very enthusiastic when I do a show, so that that's not new. You always support me. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, wow. <laughs> I knew I hadn't been um, seeing you lately and everything, but uh, I, I know you have, uh, you know, everybody has their own individual life to take care of and everything, but it was so good to hear from you uh, tonight. And I wasn't expecting to go on anyone's show tonight because I'm, I'm tired. I, I went to work and I just wore myself out today. But when I saw you, I said, oh, man, I got to get on his show. I got to go on his show and everything, hear what he has to say. And um, I wanted to ask you a question. Did you see the video with uh, uh, Representative uh, Jim uh, Breitenstein when he said that Obama is not fit to uh, lead this country? I heard about it. Did not see the video. I heard about it. Oh, Man, I'm telling you, he he laid the smack down. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, and then he said, uh, "Joe Biden is even worse." So, <laughs> yeah, which which that's like, duh, we already knew that, you know. But anyway, <laughs> right. It seems like every time I come on, I come and hear your story. I mean, I hear little, I hear different, um, I hear newer. Uh, parts to your story, and I'm like, we a lot of times uh, we think about our own little our own little spaces and everything. We think about our own little uh, private lives and and things like that, and we never realize because I I know I went through a lot growing up and everything, but uh, compared to you, man, I had a charmed life. I mean, really, I, I've had a very charmed life. And I'm listening to you, and that's why I put that comment. I said, uh, boy, you need to put that in a book. And then you surprised me. You said, oh, it's coming out in a book and a movie. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to read the book and see the movie. Right. Well, it's not going to be an actual movie, just a documentary. I'm going to be in the documentary, people talking, talking, uh talking about, uh, you know, people that know me and that sort of thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that'll be good. I, I look forward to that, you know, and uh, whatever capacity you're in, uh, you just keep on uh, standing for the faith, standing for uh, truth and freedom, 
you know, uh, we need more Thomases in this world. Uh, I, I tell you, we, we really do. You know, I wish I could clone you and bring you here to Durham. You know, you might shake things up a little bit over here because we need it. But <laughs> we need more Thomases and Marys and, and, and whoever out there is uh, standing up for the truth and not backing down to, to this garbage because, you know, uh, our president, I, I hate to say this, I respect the office of the president, but I, I can't respect this man. Um, he's, you know, when they call Ronald Reagan the Teflon president, I think they need to lift that moniker from him and put it on Barack Obama because I hate to say it, and I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but a lot of these charges against Barack Obama, they're not going to stick because he has friends in the media and, you know, he, of course the people who voted for him and everything. And I, and I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm just going to be straight up and honest. Barack Obama needs to quit. And he and Eric Holder and all the rest of the, their little lackeys need to go to jail. I mean, it's just simple as that. If any of the rest of us could do what they did and not get away with it and have to end up, in, uh, I guess, 10, 15 years in jail, then the same thing needs to happen to them. Right. 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 And he, he he needs to do a Nixon and just step down. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He's he's too proud. He's too arrogant. And that's why. You know what they say, there's always the pride before the fall. Yep, exactly. 90 seconds. Wow. Good show always travels fast when you're having so much fun. But I know. <laughs> I, I only wanted to do an hour to get myself acclimated again to it. And I think it'll be Tuesday nights, 7 to 8, start back with one show, and then I'll go and go from there. But, Vincent, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend, and uh, <laughs> people are going to be pretty stunned when they listen to this show in archives. They're going to be like, wait, <laughs> is that Thomas? Yeah. Anyway, so... My friend, hopefully you'll be able to listen some more. Tune in this Friday to Pro-Life Fridays Radio, and I will talk to you again soon. Okay. You you take care of yourself. All right. God bless. God bless you, too. All right. That was my friend Vincent E. Brown, Black by Color Only. He has his show Saturday nights, I believe, at 6 to 8. So, you have been listening to the Visible Conservative Christians Unleashed here on Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central to 8 p.m. Central Time for another episode of the Visible Conservative Christians Unleashed.